Hey, welcome to season eight. <laughs> still Shan, still she, still she gets it. Welcome back. This season, I'm peeling back layers. And when I say peel back layers, I'm talking about those of us who are 30s and up, okay? I think in your 20s, it should be all about figuring out yourself, dippling, dappling, um, tasting and shaking, uh, visiting, uh, vacationing, enjoying, having a life, okay? Your 30s is about defining your filter, okay? Your filtering of people, places, things you will do, things you won't do, um, and just creating your list of no's, all right? And your 30s and up will require you to ask better questions while dating, okay? So, welcome to season one. Season one, my bad. Welcome to uh, (laughs) season eight, episode one. Things to ask while dating because in your 30s, (laughs) what's your favorite color really doesn't do anything for me. Um, when's your birthday? It really is, it's not doing anything for me. We could get into that later. It's not really important. Most of the time, when you're in your 30s and up, your birthday comes, the most that you will get is a happy birthday. The most that you will get is your uh, work associates taking you out for a drink. Like, it's not really that serious. The older you get, the less important your birthday gets, okay? That's just a warning for those of you who are not in your 30s yet. Just get ready. Get ready to probably splurge on one item when your birthday comes on yourself, okay? that's You could count on yourself after 30, okay? So, back to this. Things to ask while dating. Clearly, people of 2020 got a different kind of dating happening, okay? Cool. I get it. I see it. Even if I don't want to see it, it's shown. Okay, boom. We gonna have to change what we ask during dating, okay? And I say that to cut out the BS. I say that to be more direct. I say that to see if the person that you're digging, before you dig, okay, can speak to you on a higher level can feed your mind, feed your soul before they feed your body, okay? And some of the questions you might want to ask up front would be, are there any people who may think y'all are together despite you telling me that you're single? That's a big one, okay? There's a lot of people out here on the dating scene, but they got wife and kids at home. There's a lot of people out here on the dating scene, but they've been living with their partner, male or female, for the last two years. They're not on the lease, but by law, technically, that relationship been dead, been toxic, but they can't get kicked out because technically, by law, they live there, okay? You have to ask those questions, okay? You have to dig in deep. You have to ask something that really matters, okay? Because you just don't need no drama, You don't need nobody hunting you down, stalking you, popping up in your DMs, calling you and hanging up. Like, come on. My phone bill costs way too much. 
for me to be having random people calling me all willy-nilly because they stuck on feelings, okay? The second thing you might want to ask somebody that you're dating is, do you have any street and or jailhouse debts that you owe? Meaning, if we out or we in the street and we hanging out and we're having our one-on-one time, is somebody going to pop up and choke you out? Is somebody going to try to stomp your neck with some Timbos when we out enjoying ourselves? Do you owe anybody in the street money? Okay? Again, cutting out the BS. We don't want to have to deal with it. So we have to be more on point with our questioning. Third thing you might want to ask is, do you need a place to stay or do you need an equally driven partner? What are you really looking for? Why are we really dating? Why, why, why come? (laughs) Every time you come over here, you leave an item that belongs to yourself. Are you slowly moving in or in all? Let me know. Okay. Are you purposely leaving your backpack over here so you have a reason to come back over and spend the night? Okay. Does somebody kick you out and you just there, you know, checking in throughout the day, but they say you can't stay over. So you physically don't stay over at night. So you had to put yourself in a semi relationship in order for you to have somewhere for your things to be. Are you using me as extra storage? Okay. Things you gotta ask after your motherfucking 30s. Okay? Alright, you might wanna ask are you here for a sexual fix or more than that? That's a real question, okay? Sometimes you're going to have a moment spurt of I just need my sexual fix. I don't want your feelings here. I don't need you to take me on a date. I don't want to text you. I don't want to sit on the phone with you. I don't want to meet your family. I don't want to meet your friends. You ain't got to invite me to Super Bowl parties. None of that. I'm just here for what the Lord gave you. And are you sharing or not? Sometimes that's what it is. But sometimes, maybe if y'all started off sexually, it might grow into something more. That also happens too. Has that ever happened to me? No. But I'm not saying it can't happen for you. Next thing you might want to ask is, is religion important to you more? Or is it spiritual connection? That's a real thing. A lot of people make moves, make comments, and um, may demand something more depending on if they're very religious or they're just spiritually connected, okay? That's something you may want to know before you get deeper into dappling, okay? You might want to know what are your common cons throughout the relationships that you've had so you can properly prepare, so you can know what you're stepping into. Like, let me know if you're going to be serving me something that I'm not mentally prepared to receive, Okay? That's a very considerate question, okay? Next question for me, this will be a question for me. It should be a question for you, but if it's not a question for you, maybe you're just not there yet. I need to know if you're an avid reader because if I ask you, are you an avid reader, that's going to tell me a few things. It's going to tell me you're going to text me with some common sense. 
You got to be able to respond to people with manners. You're going to be able to um, be responsible for adult shit that may happen in life. And I don't have to break down common sense things to you throughout our dating. Okay? Don't let me feel like the parent while we date. We need to be on the same equal, sensible, intelligent, knowledgeable level. Okay, I understand in 2020 that it's very hard out here. Okay, abbreviations are sometimes needed in texts. A whole text full of abbreviations? No. Quick message before we get into some more questions. Hope y'all enjoying the show so far. I got merch though. I got merch. You can hit me on Twitter, she gets it pod. You can hit me on IG, hashtag she gets it. You definitely will find me. Um, you know, I'm just giving y'all something that y'all can use, something that y'all can engage with. And uh, if you're interested in merch. I got merch on Teespring. I will go ahead and put the link in the bio. Don't be a stranger. Anything you support is coming right back to this podcast because I'm trying to get to y'all with better equipment, better things, better things to come, period. So uh, if you're looking to go ahead and engage with your girl, check me out on uh, Patreon. She gets it. Trying to get that together you got teespring and you can also hit me up on twitter or ig or you can email me i'll go ahead and put the email in there too any questions anything you got going on i'm always looking for intriguing guests to have on you know i'll go ahead and ask different people you know if you want to get in on this collab topic also if there are any other podcasters out there that want to collab, hit me up. I'm always, you know, for a good collab. And I'm always for a good promotion. Like, there are no rules to this podcast shit. If you want to go ahead and grow your podcast and you just need more listeners out there, listen, ain't no shame over here. You're not knocking nothing off of me. Go ahead and send me a quick, you know, one minute or more explanation about your show. You know, and uh, I'll go ahead and put it in the segment because we don't need outside companies, you know, making us talk about product that we don't actually use. If you use it, cool, but we could go ahead and promote each other, okay? It doesn't have to be, oh, you on top because you're better than, or I'm not gonna talk about this podcast because I just don't want to. No, we are. For each other. We are about growing each other. And um, it's going to take a team. It's going to take a team of us. But um, back to this show. We back. Alright. This question is super important. Because it's just going to let you know what you need to prepare for. Okay. Are you an onion when opening up? Or are you an orange? When people are a quote-unquote onion when opening it up, it means 
that you're going to have to break through the la- the layers of who they are through trial and error. Meaning it's going to be, okay, this blow up happened and it was really negative and then after we talked it got positive. Okay, the next blow up happened and there were tears, there was um, yelling, all of this. But then when we calm down and we talk, we realize where it's coming from. Like, it's going to be something that's going to frustrate you initially. Um, I wish you told me earlier. I wish I didn't know type of thing. Then y'all might, you know, sniffle it out and cry it out. And then it's just like, okay, now I know now. Now I can work with you better now because now I know this is how you, you know, deal. Okay? That's an onion layer type of person when opening up, okay? You have the the trial, the error, the cry, the drama, the argument, and then you have what you need to work through. It doesn't have to be like that. You can't be an orange. An orange, when you have an orange, it looks healthy. It looks like something delicious that you're going to eat, right? Be an orange, you cut into an orange and you get like the zest, the citrus smell into the air instantly, okay? And you start peeling back the orange. And the more you peel, the more you reveal some good juiciness about that person. It's like, oh my God, I just keep, you know, seeing them and talking to them. And just the conversation keeps getting better. Our time keeps getting better. They're comfortable around my family. They're comfortable around my boys and my, and my girls. They like them. My, they like them. You know, we just, you just, I'm just excited about the next thing I'm about to learn about this person. Be a motherfucking orange, okay? Don't give me negativity before it gets positive. That's an onion. Okay? That's what I mean, all right? Some of y'all that might go over your heads, but just go ahead and play it back. All right. The next one is... Ask somebody, what is your ideal life going to look like in your 40s, 50s, or your 60s? That will help you get a sense about what this person's aim is, okay? Because I don't know about you. I'm 33, and I'm already thinking about my 40s, my 50s, and my 60s, okay? I'm not trying to waste no time with somebody that should not be here or doesn't want to be here or does not fit here. But maybe some men and women feel like they have more time to play. They have more time to taste different things. I'm not trying to taste a whole bunch of different things when I know what I like in my 30s. That's just me, though. Next question you may want to ask is, how do you process anger, sadness, happiness, newness, changes, or love? Okay? Some people... Don't process their anger well. Meaning, you can't talk to them when they're angry. You can't calm them down when they're angry. Um, They have tunnel vision when they're angry. And you start to feel like, okay, why am I here? If I can't help you be better, if I can't um, calm you down out of this, why am I here? Sadness. You can constantly try to be positive. You can constantly try to pour in, try to show up, try to um, 
take the weight off of someone with like you know things they need to do errands all of that and they still sad nothing you tell them makes makes them happy nothing you encourage them about makes them be motivated and move I just feel like those people are not ready to be in a relationship sharing space with other people and that's okay to not be ready just don't invite anybody else to that shit that actually cares about you because you make people feel instantly automatically helpless happiness happiness is cool but do you get overbearing with the happiness like i know this is a happy thing this happened for you all right cool we congratulating we celebrating today but then today becomes next week and you still want to be really amped and about this one thing and it's kind of like okay 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 i thought we celebrated last week and then two weeks become the whole month i'm celebrating the whole month like the reality is adults got shit to do the reality is unless you can financially celebrate the whole month and expect your whole clique and people to roll with you and celebrate the whole month or whatever you celebrating it's not reality okay so just have one big celebration and let's move on to the next thing in adulting that we have to do all right. Um, are you second chances? Are second chances a thing for you? That's a good, that's a good question. Some people are just like a one and done, like fed up, done. Thank you, ma'am. Bye. Okay. Some people are very forgiving and about second chances, about improving, about baby stepping things with you. Um, some people are not. But it's nice to know if the person you're intrigued by, the person you're dating, is about second chances. And some people are about second chances for certain things, and some people are not. And that should happen when you guys discuss boundaries, okay? Don't try to discuss boundaries after you moved in and signed a lease together. That's bad timing, okay? Just saying. Be, be more efficient about it, okay? Next question should be, when and with who have you felt the most love from? Okay? This doesn't have to be relationship-wise. It could be a mother. It could be a father. It can be an aunt, a grandmother, a child. But it gives you a sense about how this person loves, how this person engages with the idea of love. And if it was a long time ago, Maybe you, that may make you ask another question like, you know, why has it been so long? Why haven't you felt this, you know, in the last five years, ten years? Because you don't want to be dating someone where emotionally um, and spiritually and chemistry-wise, you'll never connect because that's not how they feel love. So it just gives you a sense about what this person is and how this person emotionally needs to be fed um another thing that you may want to ask is if you lost everything material that you own would you find or have peace still there are a lot of people out here 
who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, very materialistic. If I don't have my BMW, I don't know what I'm going to do. Man, if I can't go, you know, get drinks on the weekend at the bar with my boys, I don't know what I'm going to do. Man, I used to have, you know, thousands of dollars coming in every day. And now I'm back to working for somebody and them telling me how much I'm making on my check. Like, come on. Come on. Are you counting on other people to give you peace? Or are you finding peace for yourself? How do you find peace? Okay, that's a good question. So a lot of the questions that you should be asking when you're dating in your 30s and older is about digging deep in people. Because a lot of people are out here serving service surface level shit that's not getting you anywhere as far as meeting new people, getting to know new people, and actually seeing honestly where they're at. So ask the right questions. And these are like, you know, discussions you can have over dinner. These are discussions you can have just like sitting outside um, at a park. You know, you might want to get some ice cream and just like try to jog a person's mind. Something really chill. You ain't got to be super, super, super uh, dressed up to like really dig into somebody you don't have to be super 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 intimate to go ahead and dig in somebody you can go ahead and ask these whenever all right another question you can ask is do you want to be happy in life or do you just feel like you will always find something to complain about some people no matter where they are in life how much money they're making um, where they live who they're with They always find something to complain about first before they find gratitude in something, okay? And that should tell you right there if this person is always looking for cons or being adaptable to the pros while seeing cons, okay? This will basically help you pick if this person is someone that I should vacation with. Is this person someone that I should take to meet my family, my friends? Is this person someone that, you know, I could leave in a room of people I know and come back not feeling like they said something they shouldn't? It's a good gauge, okay? Um, You can ask, how do you decompress and show yourself consideration? A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people keep finding themselves in relationships after relationships because they're looking for people to give them a feeling that they're not able to give themselves. And you have to be able to give yourself um, peace. Um, You have to be able to know what's going to get the stress off of you before somebody comes into your life and does that for you because you start to feel like you have to be around this person to feel away. And you, you shouldn't have to be around someone to feel um, love for yourself. You shouldn't have to be some, around someone to feel like you're worth it. You should be able to feel those things alone or with someone. Okay? Another question you may ask is, do you have any regrets and why? Okay? Let that person open up. Let that person open up. What calms you in life? That's a good one. What do you want the most from someone you love when you feel overwhelmed? Knowing how people are and want to be helped 
before they feel overwhelmed is a gem, okay? It helps you feel like, okay, I can do this for you or I can't do this for you. And if I can't do this for you, if I care about you and our relationship starts growing in a way that I like and you like, I'll look into ways to be able to do this thing for you because I care, all right? It's all about consideration. You can ask the person, is home a feeling or a place for you? Some people are really like keen to like how their environment needs to be in order for them to feel comfortable. Okay. Some people are just like, you know, home is a feeling like I've had people where I met them, friends or, or, or lovers that I'm just like, Hmm, they feel like home. Like I feel like I'm ready to share things with this person that I probably wouldn't share with somebody I just met. Because it just make me feel good, okay? There are people like that. But there are also places where people automatically decompress and get comfortable. And you don't have to second guess if I need to be here or not. Another question is, do you believe in God-given purpose for each individual or no? Why not? All right? Everybody is raised differently. Everybody thinks differently. But if you're intrigued by someone and y'all are dating, I think this is a good question to ask. Another question that's a good question to ask is multiple choice questions because those are fun or choose one questions. Okay, this question right here is really good. Which would you choose if you could only have one? Would you choose someone that is intellectually um compatible with you all right that's one would you choose someone that is physically (laughs) full of good chemistry with you or would you choose someone that is emotionally compatible with you so i guess you to gauge like where someone is at what someone will do and if that person is for you but there's tons of other questions that you can ask you just can't be dating someone for four months, six months, and, and the only thing that you know is they're from D.C., they like the color blue, the Eagles is their favorite team, and um, they work at a factory. I'm going to need you to know more. I'm going to need you to know more because sometimes you're going to meet people in this day and time that are crazy, mentally unstable, um, tiki-tiki-taki-taki, and you're going to meet some people that are really great, have great potential, and unfortunately, you might find that you're the person that unlocks that for them, and then something is completely off, and then that person goes away, and you thought something was clicking, and nothing was really clicking to the point where they stayed and some people are not going to stay some people are going to be really good relationships times and moments in your life and they're not going to stay they're not going to be someone that's permanently in your life they're going to be a season okay ain't nothing wrong with the season person okay thank you for helping me at this moment in my life good day you know what I'm saying and no matter what 
if you're dating, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage and that marriage ended and didn't work and you're just out here trying to figure out how you can be happy but not be lonely and be happy, cool. But ask the right shit because I like my time. I don't like my time wasted and I like respecting people's time um, no matter what because that's what I want in return. So asking the right things keep you out of Peace. Liberty's leave policy was tremendous. Having the ability to take 16 weeks off, fully paid to bond with my child was an incredible experience. At Liberty Mutual, you can find a career that supports you at every step, even baby steps. We offer up to 16 weeks parental leave for new moms and dads. And because not everyone's pathway to parenthood looks the same, we offer robust fertility, surrogacy, and adoption benefits too. Learn more at LibertyMutualCareers.com and pursue your tomorrow today.